My name is Sebastian van Scheer. I'm an ex-social anxiety disorder sufferer and I'm the host of the Social Anxiety Solutions podcast. Now, I specialize in helping people overcome social anxiety so they feel calm and relaxed in social situations. But in this video, I'm specifically going to focus on how to beat bullying and how to live confidently. And that's important because according to, um, I haven't memorized this properly, so let's look at my screen, the ISE, the Institute of Education Sciences, and the BJS, the Bureau of Justice Statistics, there's about 28% uh, of 12 to 18 year old uh, kids who report being bullied in school. And the mainstream solutions that, that are there to stop the bullying and also deal with the painful effects that it has that last a lifetime, if you don't address them properly, the solutions to that are not mainstream. So um, that's why this video. So let's, let's have a look at uh, how we can actually resolve this problem. Um, my story with bullying actually starts out with me being a bit of the bully. And, um, you know, I wasn't really very harshly beating people up and that kind of stuff, but I did quite make fun of people and, uh, you know, I was pretty mean as well at times. And now we're talking about me being, you know, 8, 9, 10, 11 years old. And um, I think the reason why I did that is because it made me feel powerful. Like it made me feel like I was, you know, above them and I was in control and, you know, nobody could touch me and, and that kind of stuff. And um, that was relatively easy to do for me because I was the strongest kid in class. Um, the reasons psychologically be behind why I was that way, I'll get into, uh, uh, you know, a, a bit later, but there's actually a reason why bullies are being bullies not that they're psychopaths, typically, uh, you know, they have a painful past, and so they're kind of acting out. So for me, my, my dad died when I was five years old, and, you know, my mom uh, was left behind with me and uh, my one-year-old sis, and me, uh, me and my mom were always fighting, and, you know, I was the problem kid and blah, 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 so I was acting out in school. Anyway, I kind of switched over to the other side because all of a sudden I had an experience where I was uh, being teased by my teacher so I had a difficult relationship with my mom and I went to live with my uncle I was going to be placed outside of the house I'm gonna, I was have to go to a, to a foster home but my uncle who was my dad's best friend they had made a pact and my uncle said that's not happening he, he comes to live with us so I was living with my uncle and uh, that was in a different village and there I had a really good relationship with my teacher there, Yufko Vila, still remember her name, of course. Uh, and I mean a very good relationship, in the, like I was the teacher's pet. And, uh, you know, I could go eat pancakes uh, at her house, and uh, I just really loved this lady. And then one day, um, she had seen me bullying other kids every now and then, so I guess she wanted to get back at me, or maybe it was a joke, I don't know. But we were... We were um, I was sitting in the back of the class and I was throwing around, you know, pens and pieces of paper, or paper and just being obnoxious. And she caught me and I had to go sit next to her desk so she could observe me. And then um, 
you know, half an hour, hour later, the TV rolled in, and that was in front of the class, and everyone's going to watch it. And the teacher went to the back of the class so that she could observe everyone. And I was sitting with my face right in front of it. And so she then yelled from the back of the class, hey, Sebastian, move your big dumbo ears away from the television. Nobody can see anything. And I, because, you know, this was my favorite teacher now making fun of me. The guy was always making fun of us. So I got a bright red face and I felt so humiliated. And everyone was laughing at me because me with my big mouth, now I was made fun of. And it was about my ears. And um, that then really became a thing for me. So uh, since that day forward, people knew I had kind of like a weak spot. So now the kids were, you know, making fun of my ears. And it started out with uh, one or two kids every now and then. But, you know, I would threaten to beat them up or beat them up a bit and it would stop. But eventually they, I was very reactive to it. So it caught on and then it became like, all right, now groups of them are teasing me one after the other and can't beat up everyone all the time. Uh, that's going to end somewhere. And so that kind of, you know, became a big problem for me because now I was blushing all the time. And that blushing got worse. Now whenever I was the center of attention, um, I would often blush. And whenever there was talk about attractiveness, or you know some some th something being wrong about physical appearance I would already start to blush and then <coughs> I was teased about that they nicknamed me Dumbo um, they, <laughs> they called me floppy which is Dutch for you know your ear standing to the front there's no real translation for it in English and uh, it's kind of funny for me to, to say it now because it doesn't bother me anymore but at the time, this was excruciating. You know, this was very humiliating, and I was like, if if I just don't have this these ugly ass ears that make me ugly because I felt ugly, then I won't have any problems. And this is also the only thing that they can get me with. And they tease me with this a lot. And when that happened, I had nothing to say back. So, you know, I, I just felt very helpless there and out of control. It's like they, they had like a, they had an, an ace, you know, they had a, an ace and they could win any conversation by just bringing up my ears and I would blush. And so I had the brilliant idea to get a plastic, to get plastic surgery. That was my solution. And um, at the time I was uh, uh, visiting, you know, when I was younger I had visited a psychotherapist because my dad had died and, you know, had gone there. So I went there and I talked to these people and I said, hey, you know, I want to have my ears fixed because I'm being bullied with it. And if, that, if my ears are fixed, they can't bully me anymore. And, and then I went with my mom. I told my mom about it. I went with my mom to a, um, to a plastic surgeon. They measured my ears and everything. They're actually not that bad when you think about it. Uh, but my, I guess my head was smaller. Anyway, we went to a plastic surgeon and... The insurance was going to cover it. We had a date that it was going to happen. And now uh, they then teased me again uh, about my ears. And I said, well, whatever, tease me all you want. Because in two weeks, I'm going to get my ears fixed. And then my ears are normal. You have nothing to tease me about anymore. And then they had to laugh. And they, they couldn't believe what they were hearing. They said, oh, they we're going to call you Barbie. And uh, I was like, what? And um, that somehow just shifted something in my mind that's like, 
All right, well, first of all, definitely I'm not going to have that operation because I don't want to go through life as Barbie. I'd rather go through life as Dumbo. And uh, it also changed something in my mind uh, because I, I realized, ah, it's not about my ears. It's just about them having something that gets a reaction out of me. I then also spoke to uh, an older friend that I was hanging out with at the time, and he told me that they used to tease him for his ears being the opposite of me, so too, too close to his head. And he's like, they just need something to get you with. And you know, these experiences kind of reframed things in my mind, and now it's like, okay, all right, I don't care anymore. And because I didn't care anymore, when they teased me, kind of the fun got out of it for them, and you know, that then wasn't a problem for me anymore. Now, the blushing actually didn't stop, but um, <clears throat> the, the, the bullying stopped, the teasing stopped. Now, the blushing itself, that I addressed later with a technique called EFT, Emotional Freedom Techniques, Tapping Techniques. I'll tell you more about that later. Now, I used to suffer from uh, very severe social anxiety, and uh, it took me a long time to overcome that. But throughout that journey of overcoming it, I, I uh, had a lot of insights, and I also learned some very effective techniques. And one of these, th one of these techniques is EFT. I'll, I'll elaborate on it in a bit, but really short what it is. It's a very strange looking technique, which is kind of like, if you've ever heard of acupuncture with all the needles, this is a psychological or emotional version of it. But instead of using needles, you tap with the tips of your fingers on specific acupressure points in the body. Now, if, you, if this is the first time you see it, you probably think I'm crazy or this is some kind of a scam or I'm trying to sell you something or whatever. But, you know, look it up. You know, it's used by millions of people worldwide. It's been on Dr. Oz. Uh, there are more than 100 peer-reviewed scientific uh, studies done on the technique. It's really amazing. Anyway, what it does is the tapping, however funny it looks, it sends a little signal to your brain, to the part of your brain called the amygdala, which regulates your, your emotions. And um, studies have shown that it reduces the production of cortisol and it increases the production of serotonin, your happy hormone, and cortisol is your stress hormone. And these biochemical responses create a sense of calm. So when you think about something that upsets you, and you feel the negative emotions, so maybe you think about a time that you were bullied and you feel that shame or you feel that fear or you feel that anger. When you focus on that and you stimulate these acupressure points simultaneously at the same time as you're thinking about it, um, it starts to create a sense of calm and the negative emotion that you experience start to, starts to release. It starts to process and it starts to release. So your negative emotions start to become disconnected from wherever it is that you're thinking about. And so you stop reliving the past and you get to live in the here and now. Anyway, more about that in, in a bit. Um, what I found, because I'm actually a, a social confidence coach, I've been coaching people with social anxiety for the past eight years, logging close to 5,000 sessions now. And so I see the same thing happen over and over and over. And I often work with clients who have had uh, a lot of bullying experiences in their past that kick-started their social anxiety. So they didn't have any social anxiety, they get bullied for a period of time and now their social anxiety starts. And often they've been living with social anxiety for decades. And it all started with the bullying. And what they often tell me is like, the bullying is the thing that is my problem. That is what kick-started it. But what I found is, 
participants. Actually, yes, the bullying is what kickstarted the social anxiety. But there's <clears throat> there's something that happened prior to the bullying experiences that made you more vulnerable to being bullied, to being picked on. And that's kind of you know what I was just uh, saying. My story. I started out as a bully, being a bit of a dick, and uh, you know that came from my difficult childhood, my dad dying earlier, always fighting with my mom, being placed outside of the house, you know, not feeling accepted, not feeling respected, not feeling loved. And so I was very reactive. And with clients I work with, I find that as well. Actually, the, the cause of what makes them an easier target is because they had a difficult relationship with their mom or a difficult relationship with their dad. And when I tell them that, they're like, no, that's not it, and I can, I can hardly remember that. But what's front and center in my mind are the bullying experiences. And uh, what I tell them, and as I guide them through the tapping experiences, is we need to address both. Yes, we need to deactivate the bullying experiences, but we actually also need to go back to relationship with your mom, relationship with your dad, uh, you know, a mean teacher or, you know, um, something that happened over and over again in your early childhood that made you feel not so worthy, that made you, made you feel not as good as others, that made you feel not worthy of respect. Whatever happened early on in childhood over and over and over again, example are very critical parents or an alcoholic dad or very strict parents, whatever. Something happened over and over and over again that made you feel there's something wrong with me or I'm not okay the way I am. You know, something with your self-esteem, something with your self-acceptance. And if that hadn't happened, you were more resilient and you wouldn't be so reactive to bullies. So uh, in my experience, that what is what makes you more of a target to bullying. All right, so that said, let's look at some actual solutions to overcome bullying. All right, let's first talk about how to actually stop bullying. So what do you do if you are being bullied? Well, what I already said earlier, when the bullying was happening for me, I was reacting to it. It was really getting to me. You know, I was, I was attacking them back or I was trying to be clever. But they always had something because it would irk me so much, you know? That this, and, and it was, when you've been reacting to it a couple of times, now it's funny for them. And so that reactivity is actually what keeps them going. So how do you, how do you stop that? Well, there's this concept in, uh, in judo like I did judo from age 6 to age 11, is um, you take the force of your opponent, and when they attack you, you go with the force and you revert it. Or maybe it's Aikido, I'm not, I'm not quite sure, to be honest. But uh, basically, you don't go against it. Because if you go against it, you give them more to push against. But if you go with it, it just goes along with you. So what that might look like is, when someone says, you're a real piece of shit, and you say, no, I'm not, you know, I'm great, then they say, no, you're not. <laughs> and if someone says, you're a real piece of shit, and you say, yeah, I know, then it's like, what? Then they're kind of flabbergasted. 
and they don't really know what to do so well. Now, there's a great video that I found recently on YouTube, and um, it's about how to defuse bullying. And the guy gives a great example on stage with a, a bully that he picked from the audience. And you know, he gives a much better example as, as I'm uh, showing here. I'm just giving you like a quick, um, a quick little, you know, mindset to take. And um, you know, that video will be in the article that we're releasing. We're releasing this massive article, how to stop bullying with resources, um, where we interview bullying experts, uh, where we're interviewing um, uh, you know, people who have overcome their bullying and what, what worked for them and what are the techniques that they use to get rid of the pain of the bullying and so on. That's coming. This is just a, a, quick, a quick tip. So go with the flow. And uh, what you might even do, uh, once you're comfortable enough doing so, is you agree with them and, they, and, and you blow it up. So they say, you know, you're really a dork. Uh, and you say, yeah, I know, I'm, I'm the biggest dork around. All right, what are they going to say now? No, you're the... Yeah, they might say, you're, yeah, you're a loser as well. And then you might say, oh, thanks for noticing, I agree. Whenever you agree with whatever they're throwing at you, that takes away the angle, right? They don't have something to push against anymore. Anyway, I hope that's helpful. I want to get to the next point, which is actually start living confidently. I should really learn how to write faster. Confidently. I'm trying to keep this entertaining. So... Uh, yeah, so start living confidently. So what might be a problem for you is, uh, like it was for me, when they tease you, you actually react emotionally. And it's very difficult for you to just go with the flow and not be affected by it. Right? That's the best advice. Just ignore them, pretend it's not happening. Of course, if you're in an unsafe situation, you want to get the help that you need in order to keep yourself safe or make yourself safe. But uh, it's easier said than done to say, oh, don't react, just ignore it. Because if your emotions on the inside are riling up, now that's the problem. And <clears throat> that's what we want to address. And that's actually what you can do. So here's how you do that. Start living confidently. How do you do that? Well, you want to make peace with the past. So you have been bullied. Um, you know, it's likely that that's already over, or maybe it's still ongoing. If it's still ongoing, you know what to do, get some help, um, and, you know, start using these techniques. But if you, if you were bullied in the past, and those, uh, and if you were bullied in the past, then it's likely that these memories are still very active for you. And what I mean by still very active is, the emotions that you experienced back then are still getting re-triggered over and over and over. So even though you might be 28 right now and when you were bullied you were only 14, you in the moment when, some, when you're around a certain person that kind of looks like he might be a bully, you start to feel just like when you were 14 years old. Because to your brain this situation is just like before and it gives you the feelings of when you were 14 to kind of warn you. It's like, hey, careful, this situation is just like back then. So, you know, watch out. 
But that's the fear response and the anxiety response that you, that you get. So what you want to do is you want to use the tapping, learn about it, and I'll give you a link about where you can get some free videos to, to learn the technique. Um, you want to learn about the tapping and then go back to these experiences where you were bullied and start using the tapping on those experiences to deactivate the emotions from back then. So you might have a memory um, when you're uh, 14 years old and someone you know, humiliated you in front of the class and everyone was laughing at you and they were all against you. And when you think back to that, you know, you feel shame, you feel humiliation, you feel regret, you feel insecurity, you feel fear and anxiety. All of those emotions can be released and let go of. So you would focus on the memory and you would do the tapping technique and you get rid of that. That's going to be very, very powerful and that's going to build up your resilience and your confidence. If you then also go back to what made you more vulnerable to start with, so, you know, what, whatever it was that made you um, feel bad about yourself, the repetitive negative things growing up in your early childhood, um, using the technique, and you probably want to get some help with that or uh, learn more about it, uh, to use the tapping to get rid of the emotions there, to get rid of the idea that you're not as worthy as other people. Um, that, that's going to be very, very beneficial. So, in that work, what is really important is to be compassionate towards yourself. Because typically, if we've been bullied, we, we also, we're also angry with ourselves. Like, we're angry because, you know, we didn't stand up for ourselves. Or we're angry that we didn't beat this person up. Or we're angry that we just didn't you know, uh, confidently spoke what was our truth or walked away or made the other person look like an idiot. And so, you know, we want to deal with those anger feelings and we want to be compassionate towards ourselves, coming from the mindset that, hey, I was doing the best I could given the resources and the mindset and the experiences I had. If I could have done better, I would have done better. And you know, that mindset of compassion is going to be really helpful. Then the other thing that you um, might want to hear that is helpful, or it's been helpful for me, <coughs> is that right now you're a different person. What happened back then with the bullying, all right, that happened. That's over. You're not the same person anymore. You're more resourceful. You've got, you've got more resources. You've got more skills. You've got more abilities and, and so on. And what happened back then doesn't matter. Even though it feels like it matters, it actually doesn't matter. And you know, that's why I can freely talk about how I was bullied and made fun of and looked like a dumbass and all that kind of stuff. I share a lot more humiliating stories in other videos. Because that's the past. The past is not relevant. That was me back then. And I was doing the best I can, but that's over now. And you know, you're here right now. And that's what the tapping does. It actually makes you get to a place of being at peace with the past. Now, once you're at peace with the past, you want to start building your self-respect. And that's something you do over time. But, you know, someone who is respecting himself is not going to be bullied. If you, if, you know, when other people respect you, they're not going to bully you. But in order for other people to respect you, you first need to respect yourself. 
And here are some ways to get to that place. So, stop. Yeah. All right. So, what do we need to stop? We need to stop needing approval. Approval. We need to stop um, feeling less than others. You know, feeling less worthy, feeling um, less good enough feeling less everything. We need to uh, stop pleasing everyone all the time. We need to stop mm, trying to prove yourself. Right. Oh man, do I have a history with that. <laughs> That's why I'm purposely making a lot of mistakes in this video. You know, I'm doing my best to be as imperfect as I can, which I'm succeeding at very well, as you can see. So, uh, and the last one is, uh, Come on now, magic marker. Stop, oops, taking yourself so damn serious. Oops, that's another end, serious. Okay, all right. <laughs> so, it's, it's, a, it's normal to want people to approve of you, okay? That's fairly, that, that's okay. That's not a problem. But when you need other people's approval, you know, people can feel that and it's not, it's not a nice energy. And then that makes them more likely to disrespect you. Feeling less than others. You know, if, you, if you're like, oh, he's so amazing or she's so amazing, that person is less likely to, to really appreciate who you are. Pleasing people like trying to do everything correctly and making sure that the other person likes you and all that kind of stuff. Not good for, for respect. Proving yourself. Feeling that you, that you, owe, uh, you, you owe it to prove yourself. What that translates to is, well, just being myself is not good enough. You know, I gotta prove myself by being the best, being the funniest, making the most money. Um, yeah, being the most popular, being the coolest, all that kind of stuff. Um, and the last one's my favorite: taking yourself so damn serious. You know, if you actually take yourself very serious, it's easy for people to poke fun of you. You know, if you don't take yourself so seriously, and uh, you know, like that, like I spoke about earlier, if you're just uh, okay with people making fun of you, then all right, so what? So they tease you. Now you can go with it, right? Now, these things are much easier said than done, right? It's, it's nice, it's a nice thing. It's like, oh, okay, well, I should just stop needing approval, feeling less, and you know, take myself less seriously. Duh, it's, it's not uh, revolutionary information. It isn't. However, what is revolutionary is to understand that these kinds of things all come forth from a particular insecurity that was developed earlier on in life. So you go through life and you experience whatever you experience. So maybe a critical father or, you know, whatever kind of difficult childhood thing there was. And it's always for people like, well, my childhood was okay. It was the bullying. Look further. You know, I've been doing this for, for uh, eight years, close to 5,000 coaching sessions. So I see the same patterns over and over. There's usually, you know, high expectations from parents. That's a, that's a big one. Um, 
apparent being perfectionistic, uh, not not you know being frowned upon when you're making mistakes, not allowing, not being allowed to express your emotions, being compared to your brother or your sister and not measuring up. Um, you know, having mean teachers, being put down by an uncle all the time, uh, being made fun of by your dad, whatever, there's something and it can be quite subtle, it doesn't have to be like beatings, though that's definitely one. Um, there's something that made you um, basically think that it's not okay to be yourself, that it's not safe to be you. And that vulnerability, that insecurity, leads to these kinds of behaviors. All right, and you know, with the tapping, you go back there, you address the underlying insecurity, and bit by bit over time, you start to get rid of these kinds of behaviors. And as you do, your 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 self-respect starts to increase. And that's not something that's going to happen today. <laughs> you know, you're not going to go from not respecting yourself to fully respecting yourself in 24 hours, typically. However, what you can experience is significant improvement really quickly. Because when you start to address these painful experiences where you were bullied, if you get rid of a memory, the worst memory where you were humiliated, if you get rid of that, if you use the tapping to neutralize that, your, your self-respect is already going to go up. And you might feel 10, 20, 30, 40, 50% better. But to get to all the way the other, to the other side, there's typically a bit of a process uh, involved in order to get to, to that place. But, you know, what is the alternative? Not respecting yourself? You know, aren't you done with being treated like that? Aren't you done with treating yourself like that? Isn't it time to take charge of your life? You know, the cool thing about actually doing this work is every time you do some of this inner work, you're getting more confidence, you're becoming more resilient, you're feeling better than you felt before. And if you compare yourself to where you were, now you're feeling good because you can see that you're making progress. And uh, the even cooler thing about doing this work is the results last you a lifetime. Once you, once you deal with a particular memory and you neutralize it completely, you cannot get upset about it anymore. You'll remember it, but you won't be able to relive those emotions anymore. And that will be done forever. Boom. Done. Dealt with. And that increase in self-respect and self-confidence will be, will be with you for the rest of your life. Okay? So, very powerful. Alright, so that was a whole bunch of information. Hope it's been helpful. But, you know, that's just information. It's time to take some action action steps. You know, if you don't change anything, if you don't take any action, nothing is going to change. So here's what I suggest you do. I have a bunch of free videos that teach the tapping to you. So this strange and odd technique that I've been talking about, you can get a video series of it for free where I teach you how to use the tapping. And you can then already start to get rid of the pain of your past, to go back to these bullying experiences and deactivate them and to start to become okay with who you are right now, even though you had those bullying experiences. Right? Um, so, in order to get that, just click on the link below this video somewhere. It's, I'm sure it's somewhere. I don't know where it is, but it's somewhere. And that, that's going to be very helpful. Now, also, this video is the first video uh, of the month 
the bullying month. So at Social Anxiety Solutions, we're doing the Bullying Solutions Month. And uh, the second week, this is the first week, we have a, a really killer article with uh, inter interviews with famous people, uh, the best bullying tactics that, we, that we've been able to find. It's an article that uh, took us uh, six weeks to put together. It is really, really good. Uh, interviews with people on how to build self-respect. Interviews with psychologists on how to have solid boundaries. Uh, the video from Facebook that I mentioned on how to stop bullying in the moment. Uh, various other techniques and, um, and tools in order to deactivate the past. Like This is a real jam uh, of, of information that you're going to get in the second week. In the third week, we'll have an interview with um, someone who has bullied before, who overcame it, and he'll be introducing you to this you know, amazing breathing technique to release the trauma and all that kind of stuff. It's going to be really spectacular. Fourth week is a surprise, all right? We'll leave something in the open. Anyway, so I just wanted to tell you uh, about that. Now, um, what I'd like to ask from you is um, what was helpful from this that you didn't know before? And please leave that in the comments below so we can start up a bit of a discussion about this. Or, if you have a particular tip or mindset or insight that really helped you with your bullying problem, leave that in the comments below. Okay? Cool. Alright, well, in closing, um, you can really overcome, you can, you can stop the bullying in, the track, in, in its tracks, and you can really overcome the effects of bullying very quickly. Alright? And the tapping and various other techniques can really help you with that. So go and check out these free videos that you can get on my website. Actually start using them. Don't just watch it. Actually start using them, trying them out. Nothing is going to go wrong. Um, and, um, you know, get rid of those bullying experiences. Start creating that self-respect. Because once you respect yourself, other people will follow suit. They'll start to respect you and bullying will stop. All right. Hope this has been helpful. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. Bye. All right. Hope you enjoyed that. Now, if you want to overcome your social anxiety as quickly as possible without having to forcefully face your fears, I have something really unique for you. I'm giving away my free social confidence starter kit. Now, this kit is something quite special. It consists of my 22 page ebook and an 11 part video course. And through it, you'll learn about the most effective technique that I've used to overcome my own social anxiety. And this is also the, my primary technique when helping my clients to become calm and at ease in social situations. And by the way, it's not deep breathing or changing your thoughts or being mindful or you know, facing your fears, as I said earlier. And while it is free, you know, free often translates to crap, this is the furthest thing from it. It's a very powerful resource. I've put quite some time and effort into putting this together for you. And uh, to give you an idea, I recently received a comment from someone saying that he reduced his social anxiety with 40% using this free starter kit alone. So to get this starter kit now, go to social-anxiety-solutions.com forward slash bonus. All right. Looking forward to connecting with you in the next episode. Bye for now.